episode 41 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. How cozy is your comfort zone? Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. The mission of this podcast is to help you turn your dream of having a small business into a reality and to provide you with enough tips and tools so that when you decide it's finally time to launch, you'll be more profitable quicker because you've built a solid foundation for the business. Maybe you're in a job you don't like and you're looking for something different. Maybe you're wondering if starting a business is a better path for you, or, or maybe you're doing just fine in your career, but retirement's coming and you wanna be prepared for life version 2.0. But whatever situation you're in, you're here and I'm glad to have you, welcome. Uh, hope to provide enough value and helpful content for you so that you'll subscribe and automatically get all the new episodes. So let's talk about comfort zone and dive in. Today, I'd like to talk uh, a bit about our comfort zones and how we can learn to gradually expand them because if we don't, uh, opportunity or, or even our dreams could pass us by. So we all know what a comfort zone is, I'm, I'm sure, but I still feel like I should sort of officially define it to, just to be clear, uh, I came across a definition that I think should work for everyone in this episode. But simply put, your comfort zone is a behavioral space where your activities and behaviors fit a routine and pattern that minimizes stress and risk. It provides a state of mental security. You benefit in obvious ways, regular happiness, low anxiety, and reduced stress. So I thought that was a good way of explaining it and defining it. So our comfort zone is our safe place, uh, whatever normal looks like for you, whatever you're not even thinking about changing, that that's your comfort zone. Now, I don't know about you, but I spent some time in uh, taverns as a kid and grew up around dartboards. And I know it sounds strange, but we lived in an apartment building where there was a tavern on the ground level. So they let me go in and out. And plus, my dad had a part time job as a bartender there. So that helped. But if we if we look at comfort zone as a dartboard, uh, we might be able to shed a little more light on how we tuck that comfort zone into many levels of our behavior. It was it was explained to me this way. The bullseye is your comfort zone. The next ring out is your stretch zone. The next ring out is your risk zone. And everything outside of that is your, your die zone, okay? I'm not talking about actually dying, but that you'll, you'll totally die to yourself, so to speak, and abandon your fears and do something, do a specific task. But every time you move into a new zone, you have to go through a little fear, a little anxiety, because you have to think differently about yourself and what you're capable of. In the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, he puts it this way. You will come across obstacles in life, fair and unfair, and you'll discover time and time again that what matters most is not what those obstacles are, but how we see them, how we react to them, and whether we keep our composure. You'll learn that this reaction determines how successful we will be in overcoming or possibly thriving because of them. Where one person sees a crisis, another can see an opportunity. 
Where one loses control of emotions, another can remain calm. Desperation, despair, fear, powerlessness, these reactions are functions of our perceptions. You must realize nothing makes us feel that way. We choose to give in to such feelings. So what are the pros and cons of our comfort zone? Well, in a practical day-to-day sense, we, we can just you know live out our entire lives in the zone, as I'll call it. But it seems to me that a, a life of not stepping out, a life of not taking risks, of playing it safe can be sort of a risk in and of itself, isn't it? Isn't it risky to not take risks? So, so what would that risk be? What on earth am I talking about? Well, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the risk of never following your real passion, your, your real dream. I'm saying that the risk of never taking risks can be the biggest risk of all. Think of someone you know that took a risk and it paid off for them. I'm not talking about Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. I'm talking about somebody you know. I'm sure there's somebody that you actually know that took a risk and it paid off for them. And we've all heard it said that the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward, right? You see, we lose the drive and ambition to do more and, and learn new things. We also fall into that work trap where we use you know, busy as a, a way to stay in our comfort zone and avoid doing the, the new things and taking even moderate risks. Now, I'm not talking about eliminating the comfort zone. It's not possible, but just stretching it bit by bit in small increments. You see, when we stretch our comfort zone, we usually find that what we just did wasn't so bad after all. And and the worry or stress we just put ourselves through was really all unnecessary. And we just ended up with a bigger comfort zone. Pushing your personal boundaries and stretching that zone can help you to have a more fulfilled life. Yes, but it it can also help you to reduce the regret you'll have because you're doing the thing or, or, or things that you always wanted to do, but didn't have the courage to step out and do. You'll have an easier time dealing with, with both planned change as well as the unexpected changes that happen also. You'll, you'll find it easier to dream about the possibilities that could be your new future. So let's talk about that dartboard again. The first ring out was called the stretch zone, right? So for me, doing this podcast was considered stretching the zone. You know, I'd never done anything like this before. I didn't have a radio or broadcasting background. I don't even know anybody who does a podcast. I'm not even thrilled with the sound of my voice, right? So, but I didn't let that stop me. I did some research and and reached out to some people on LinkedIn that did podcasts and got some advice. I I listened to other podcasts that helped me to understand the process and and not only the benefits of doing one, but the risks of not doing one also. In in other words, I didn't let the, you know, I've never done that before and I don't know how to do it excuse stop me. There's plenty of things I've never done before in my past that I learned how to do quite well. Look, every time you change a job, you're forced to learn new things and we expect that. And we're okay with that. So why are we not okay with taking the initiative to stretch the zone and learn new things? Why is it okay to be forced to learn new skills with a new job, but it's not okay when we choose to do it on our own terms? 
Remember in episode 37 of the podcast when I talked a little about the soundtracks we listen to in our head and how John Acuff calls it an epidemic of inaction, a tsunami of stuckness? Well, think about what you're thinking about when it, it comes to what you're telling yourself on what you can and cannot do. You can stretch the zone. You can learn new things. You can pursue your dream. You can be successful. You can figure out a way and make a way. If there is no way, then make a way for you to be successful. Am I talking about sacrificing everything to get what you want? Of course not. But Henry Ford invented the automobile assembly line, but he stepped out of his comfort zone and what others were telling him to do because he wanted to carve a new way for his dream. He said, if I listened to what everyone else wanted, I would have tried to come up with a way to have a faster horse. So when you stretch the zone and stretch the zone and keep stretching the zone, you'll find it easier to push through those boundaries that you have in the future. Once you start stepping out of your comfort zone, it gets easier and easier over time. The benefits you get after stretching your comfort zone can have some lasting effects. There's the overall self-improvement you get through the skills you're learning, the new expanded perspective you'll have about yourself and how others see your possibility and your potential as well. There's also that soft mental benefit you get from broadening your horizons. Outside your comfort zone can be a good place to be as long as you don't tip the scales too far. It's important to remember that there's a difference between the kind of controlled anxiety we're talking about and the very real anxiety that many people struggle with every day. Uh, everyone's comfort zone's different. And what may expand your horizons may paralyze somebody else's. Remember, overcoming some anxiety can bring out your best, but too much is a bad thing. I'm not telling you to jump off a, a cliff with, with you know, a, a kite on your back. <laughs> Again, I'm not talking about people getting rid of their comfort zones. In, in fact, you want to have the largest comfort zone possible because the larger it is, the more confidence and control you'll have in more areas of your life. When you have a large comfort zone, you can take risks that really point you towards success and turning your dream into a reality. Remember, your dream is the goal here and your passion is going to get you there. Well, that's the episode for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, let me know what you think of today's episode and your thoughts on the topic. Uh, once again, I have some free resources for you that can help you with your small business startup. You can go to tomclaremont.com slash resources. Friends, as always, I just want to end by saying stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.